Hello, everyone, and welcome to the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray Fox, and this week I am Chief Officer of Not A Squirrel. <laughs> I was looking out on the deck this morning, and, well, yesterday morning. Yesterday. And you realize you're not yesterday. a squirrel? I realized I'm not a squirrel, but also sitting on the deck, nibbling on the actual snow, quite unbothered. It's really rapidly eating lots. So there's this little furry thing. And our backyard has become like a little haven for lots of creatures. There's lots of birds. We get lots of squirrels. We get raccoons occasionally. We've got like the... The, the groundhogs that live under the deck or that used to live under the deck. I don't think mm-hmm. they're under there anymore. Anyway, so we saw like this gray furry thing on the on the deck and I was going to be like all angry because the squirrels were back and I get pissed off when the squirrels are eating my bird seed. But, but if they're eating it off the ground, it's fine. Like, fine. If the birds are going to be sloppy and drop their seeds around, fine. Squirrels have at it. However, I looked at it and it was like, there's no bushy tail on that squirrel. That is not a squirrel. That's a freaking rat. Oh. I was going to say, is that an R-O-N-S? Oh, yeah, it was slow. <laughs> rodent of normal size? I, yes, it was a rodent. Well, I guess. I don't know. Sherry seems to think rats can be quite big. This looked... Like an anemic rat, but it was definitely a rat, and I I was like, uh, no, like speechless at first. Nope. And then I was like, do they live in packs or are they solitary animals? And she's just laughing at me. She's like, they live in packs. Like they're they're there's a family. I'm like, ugh. Okay, well we got to move. We either are burning down the deck or we have to move because I'm not like rats. Anyway, so somewhere under my deck, there's at least one rat. I know, it's so gross. It's so gross. I'm going to have to set a trap or something and then take it away and then keep doing it until we get rid of them all. Ugh. Ugh, no, yeah. I, I don't want the only way place I want to see a rat is their natural habitat, the New York subway. Yeah, well, I guess. I well, because you can I see have... them back down, down, way down in the tracks, and it's like oh. they're far away. <laughs> they're just so gross. Like, Otherwise, no, 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 no. Yeah, and this I... rat was like, it was nimble. Like, I think of rats as like sneaky, scurrying creatures, but this rat was like, when I did bang on the window, it just kind of like leaped up and did like a little somersault flip, a little ninja kick, and then scurried under the deck and was like, ha, 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 I'll be back, buddy. Oh, God. Ugh. Captain America rat. Yeah, it was so gross. Ugh. So gross. If this podcast stops halfway through the night, it's because the rat has heard me and has burrowed from the deck into Ugh. my living room. And anyway. Lord. Yeah, no, I uh, do not dig on rodents. 
In fact, Gross. just a little earlier tonight, uh, Jan and I were watching uh, the first season of Community, and uh, there was <laughs> there was this episode where they were uh, doing a thing in biology class with uh, with rats, and uh, and Troy is all freaked out by the by the rats, oh, and she just yeah. looked at me like that would totally be you, and it's like, oh, except that he's near it, I would not be. <laughs> oh, no, gross. Oh, well, what do you think about chair oh. spinning? Yeah, uh, there was there was a time when we lived in our in our old old townhouse when I saw a, a mouse, like not even a rat, like a rat would be just like fucking burn it down, salt the earth. Um, yes. But um, with it was the it was the mouse and it was like, no, no, not having it. No, no, no. And and that room was dead to me. <laughs> until a while I, like she found it the next day it had crawled into a laundry basket and died and um and but and you know we oh. never saw any evidence of another but let me tell you i was like i couldn't go down into that room for the rest for, for the rest of the week and let me be be clear about this that's the room where the tv is Oh, oh boy. that's yeah. like a real like was, Sophie's choice. It was, and this was like you know, <laughs> this was like 2008, so pre, uh, you know, pre iPads to watch stuff on. Oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. yeah. The this the struggle was real. <laughs> Whoa! I'm trying to remember. Did Netflix even have streaming where you could at least like get a laptop or your computer? There was there was there? there was no Netflix in Canada then. Oh, and, um, like we didn't even wow. have the video version, but no, I mean, the streaming was that was a couple of years later, a few years later. Okay, so, yeah. 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 So I think I like to the point where I, I think we lived in in this house, which means it's within the last 10 years. And so. So, yeah, no, this was uh, this was just like, well, I guess I don't get to watch anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to read. I'm gonna have yeah, to exactly. read. Exactly. I've never read so much. <laughs> like a savage, I'm gonna have to read. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I, um, despite all that, and and oh, shudder. Yeah. Um, I, I am the chief educational officer of homeschool. <laughs> Having obligingly oh. made every single call, has offered other lessons. Uh, today or yesterday, Sarah made a, a board game that we played. Her board games um, have some interesting rules, and um, <laughs> in, you know there there there's some uh, there's, there's some uh, extraneous detail involved, and um, and so she likes to it kind of mash up things from a bunch of different games we played. So there were like different colors on the other side of of this game. Uh, on the other side of the pieces and so you you chose a piece and you had to show everybody else what color it was but you weren't allowed to know and um and it's and so if it's blue or green you're good the good guys if it's red you're the bad guy and uh so then we roll the dice which by the way she made herself she you know that's like, sweet uh seriously like she had like you know classroom dice uh that she was given before uh school uh became here um and uh, they gave her these to bring back because it's a good thing for getting random numbers for stuff and yeah, yeah. um uh, but she decided you know those ones have actual numbers on it not dots 
so they're not real. And despite the fact that we have like a bucket of, uh, of dice down here, she actually made it out of cardboard and folded it up and taped it, which was kind of awesome. And so we played the game. So we each got to move our number of spaces, and then we uh, then and then we turned them over and. Um, and I get, think there was like sort of a like the you know when you make make the revealing clue element to it, but you had to get over to a certain square, and it turns out I was the bad guy, so I lost. <laughs> <laughs> so she's telling, uh, so she had to write about what she did on the weekend, and this is what she wrote about. And so she was telling the teacher about it, and she was interested. So she starts holding up the board and shows the die and everything. And so, um, so she said, "Well, you know, you should maybe you could take a picture of the board and write down the rules, um, and uh, and we can put it up on the Google Classroom uh, so that other people can play it." And uh, so, so now it means that that she has an extra quote unquote an extra credit project for for, se- for second grade. Um, <laughs> there you go. Of making this game, so whole other lesson of uh, of you know find something interesting to do on on the weekend, and you and you you get something that just makes you look cool to your teacher. Cool, <laughs> that's good. Very so, yeah. cool. Very neat. That sounds like fun. More fun than rat things. So yes, <laughs> yes. winning. Blurg. Blurg. <laughs> to you, sir. Oh, sorry, I'm so creeped up too. I know, I know, right? <laughs> I've never been more glad of the thousands of miles between us. Yeah, yeah. I came down and the kid had left the door ajar um, after she let the dogs out. Oh, so no. that's like about 20 minutes. I don't know what the hell's crawled in. Here. <laughs> 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 Crap. Well, speaking of animals, and this is going to touch back on a, a thing I used a few weeks ago. I have been recently the secondary training officer. Oh, sorry. I'm Al Sedano, and I have been recently the oh. secondary training officer for Training Works, teaching rambunctious animals instructional narratives, imparting needed guidance. Wow. Official rover commands satisfy. <laughs> <laughs> because he's been rover command. Yeah, it's been a few weeks, and the trainer has been stopped by to help us with training the dogs, and there is a marked improvement. It is amazing how better the dog is with doing this. Nice. How much easier it is to walk, because the dogs now, look, we're learning, this as of this past week, we're working on sit and stay, but we were doing heal, and, you know, and all done for, like, so when you're walking the dog, have the dog heal and walk with you instead of pulling ahead or going nuts. Yes. Because I got home tonight. We had some stuff to do before this. So Kim was like, well, why don't you just take them both out just to make it go quicker? And, oh, never again. Never again. Take them <laughs> <laughs> it's so much easier separately when I can control the one and also do the training with them. Because together, it was just insanity. The one dog ate like a dozen acorns. Besides me, And I had to put my hand up like five times to try and pull them out until I gave up. And they kept running around back and forth, and I'm trying to move, and all of a sudden, like I'm t- my one foot's tied up. <laughs> so I didn't realize how better I had it doing them separately and continuing on with this training. So I am very hopeful that by the end of this training, this because he's a smart boy, he can he's learning. So by the end of this training, he'll be so much easier to deal with. Nice. That is wonderful. Wonderful. 
<laughs> All right. I've got no cute segue, but maybe there's like a dog creature on this cover. Because this cover is pretty sweet. It, I don't <laughs> know. It, it didn't go well for the last dog they had in this comic. That's true. So uh, they do seem to have uh, um, Timon. On the right-hand side. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, there's a bit of a... There's like a meerkat. There's yeah. A, <laughs> yeah. Well, next there's lots one. of animals, but Looks no like dog creature. <laughs> so we're looking at Legion ninety one issue twenty seven with a cover by Dan Brereton, and it's really cool. Yeah. 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 It's Brill Doc standing in front of a whole bunch of screens with a whole bunch of aliens looking out, and he is looking very smug and satisfied with himself. And those aliens are. Really cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Now, he enjoys designing these kind of weird, bizarre monster creatures. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they're cool. Like, I'm sure I wouldn't want to have to draw them, like, yeah. in every issue on every page. But, like, for a cover, they are really cool. Yeah. The, uh yeah, I like the one with the squid head, like the squid things, tentacles yeah. from his face. <laughs> yes. You can't go wrong with a good tentacle or two or five. And the one below it looks like this one alien I've seen from, like, he's like a member of... Hold on. I'll right back. It looks like a member of S.W.O.R.D. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I was going to say yeah, they're there's... very, uh, like, Doctor who and. Almost. Yeah, definitely. And and it's interesting, like some of them being kind of, uh, you know, like the meerkat looks like something we know. Um, yes. But th- yeah, then you've got some sort of insectish looking uh, faces and and uh, yeah, it's a it's a neat collection of, uh, of aliens. Yes, it is indeed. They've, yes, uh, as usual, he he does a good job. And I notice some, you know, kind of Larissa-ish uh, right above the mirror. I know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Kind of weird. Yeah, I, you know, I, and I think that, um, you know, that it's a, certainly an, an interesting sinister look that Docs has as he stands in front of them. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know he's planning something. Yeah, it's or and this is definitely that something a, has gone his way. A, a docs, uh, you know, a scheming docs uh, issue for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not to Are, be trusted. I'm back. <laughs> Sorry about there that. There he is. That's him. So yeah, very cool cover. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. I guess Are we don't have the cover. Time to get into yeah, it. Let, let's totally. move in. All right, so we have Deals with the Devil. And, of course, it's Alan Grant and Barry Kitson are the writer, co-plotters, artist. Laverne Kondersky is our colorist. Gaspar is the letterer. And Dan Raspler is the editor. That's right, because Art Young is gone now. Yes, the mighty Art Young is no longer. Long live the mighty Art Young. Mario Young yep. is, is dead or gone. Well, I mean, <laughs> or something. He's, he's resting. <laughs> yeah. He's taking a nap. Yeah. 
And so Brill Docs is here meeting a bunch of dominators. And he looks like he is uh, in the official Legion Pope outfit, I guess. Because that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. He just needs a big hat. Yeah. And they were shaking hands with the head dominator saying, we are agreed then, gentlemen. Aye, damn you, Vril Ducks. We are agreed. The Dominion will stay away from planet Agen, its solar system, and all space within a day's travel. Yes? What choice do we have? None at all. Now, if you don't mind, I'd sooner have you off Karn than on it. <laughs> Why? Because your people are afraid of us? Because I don't like you. <laughs> I like this. That's great. It's like, no, I don't still like you. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. And as they're heading off into their ship, he said, he's, he's seeing them off. But I'm glad our business went so well. Who knows? Perhaps Sunday we'll deal again. Yes, only next time you will be the one on the sharp end of the hook. Oh, that's kind of nice. The Dominators go fishing. <laughs> I like that idea, like a couple of Dominators in a boat wearing, like, you know, the waders or, you know, having a hat on with fishing pole, a couple beers. <laughs> Just kicking back and getting away from oppressing the universe. Yeah. And as they're flying off, Rilla is watching them leave, thinking, good riddance, you warlike bastards. <laughs> Consider that the first lesson Legion has taught you. And so the, it's kind of cool here. I was like, the, the, the top panel of this page shows the uh, ship flying away. And then we have uh, three tiers of panels, two each. The left side is... Vril Docs walking away thinking to himself about the Dominators, and the right side is the Dominators talking about Vril and Legion. So we'll stick with Vril yeah. first. As he said, you know, he says that the first lesson Legion has taught you, and if you cross our paths again, it'll be far from the last. And while the Dominators are flying off, they're saying, that bastard, he must be insane to do what he's done. We ought to annihilate him and his impudent Legion. We can't. Those savages from Ogden would destroy us. Small comfort, but at least the couldn'ts have come out no better. Vril Docs will learn. We have long memories. If it takes a thousand years, mm. that Doomsday device will be ours. There we go. Setting <laughs> things in motion. Exactly. Or explaining why things have been the way they are in the in the far, far future. Yes. And uh, we're still now on, on Karen, and Vril Docs is inside. What we can see is the Larissa Maller Conference Complex. So she has a building named after her. And there also was a little bust of her earlier in the in the issue, too. Yes, the page. yes. Yes. So she's been looming large over the series, over the, the last few issues, even though she's gone. Yeah, for sure. But if Vril's inside, he's being told... The major client conference call is set up and waiting, Commander Docs. They're beginning to get impatient. Oh, are they? Well, I'm ready for them now. And he walks into a scene, which is basically the cover of him just talking to a whole bunch of screens of aliens. It's a giant galactic Zoom meeting is what it is. I'm getting yes, the heebie-jeebies right now. <laughs> Mute your mic. Put and your everyone's talking at once. Just like a Zoom meeting. Yes. Docs, what's the meeting? Absolute madness. Can't evolve Legion in the Kun Dominion War. Reconsidering our subscription. 
ladies, gentlemen, others, one at a time, please. And he's listening to all their complaints. Pizarna Pay, Planet Marta. The Kundominion conflict has nothing to do with us. Ambassador Ambassador Jenny Fur Young. <laughs> Salza's world. Through your involvement in Legion, you threaten us all. Chester Pike Indeplat. Now you're negotiating with the Dominion. What will the Kun say about that? Well, we're doomed! Doomed! And then basically everyone just starts screaming. The Dominion will wipe us out! The Kuns will wipe us out! We should have been consulted! You always were too ambitious! Being off more than even you can chew! And he's had enough. All of you, shut up! Hey, one of those guys looks like Garv. Yes. yes Neither it's... the Kuns nor the Dominion will ever attack any of you, or Legion for that matter. Sorry, that just it just sounded very Gilligan's Islandish. <laughs> <laughs> Let me explain exactly what I've done. With Professor Rintintin dead and the blueprints in my hands, the Kuns could not continue to build the Doomsday device. Under threat that I would turn the plans over to the Dominion, they abandoned it. Legion specialists repaired the device, which is now staffed by our crew from Agen. Situated where it is, the device can strike at either Kundia or Dominion. And should they try to involve any more free worlds in their war, the Ogens will use it against them. So you see, there's no problem. And apparently everyone agrees, because, oh, but when you put it that way, and screens start closing off. Keep up the good work. Sorry to bother you. Far <laughs> out. Stroke of genius, Commander. Over and out. Our regular payment is on its way. <laughs> and then we get something weird. Real starts to laugh. <laughs> no, I mustn't. Aid, I'm going to my quarters. See that I'm not disturbed. <laughs> I need some laughing time. I need some time to myself. <laughs> He's like, I should not have taken that ma that manga cons correspondence course on maniacal laughter. I can't stop yeah. myself. Now. That's right. I'm just going to sit in my beanbag chair and laugh and laugh and laugh. <laughs> and now the issue shifts over to Kundia. And we have what looks like, a, oh yeah, we have a little poem. <laughs> Dark racial world of filth and war. Pollution your robe like mud on swine. Oh, brutal. Scabardus. Scabardus. Scabardus, yeah. Oh, I, I added a D, apparently. Scabardus, I call you mine. Might makes right. That's what life's for. And I'll kill anybody who says different. Home Thoughts from Abroad by Warlord Gak. Aw, <laughs> oh, they've got a little artistic soul deep down there. Yeah. In Korea. <laughs> Very yeah, little, I think it's like the Bogons in Hitchhiker's uh, <laughs> 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 Guide. We need a Vogon Kund poetry slam night. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, get uh, Lydia Darkstar involved. That's oh, right. Totally, totally, totally. And we see there's uh, some kind of argument going on here on Kundia. Long live Emperor Varkin! Death to Emperor Varkin! Sibling coward! Putrid slime mold! I'll fight you next! You're on! It's like a Twitter page. 
It totally is. They were so ahead of their time. Right. Oh, God, so we're turning into Kunz? Great. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, this is going well. (laughs) Oh, we're all screwed. What could possibly go wrong? And we can see from the Dalek, we can see there's two Kunz fighting in those challenge courts, and from the Dalek, we can tell one of them is Emperor Varkon, because one of them fighting says to the other, your plan failed, Varkon. You've lost too much face to remain as leader. You'd like that, wouldn't you, scum? If I failed a thousand times and he gets him in the chest of a wonk, it would take better than you to wrest my title from me. And he kind of gives him a punch with a blam. Have I made myself clear? clear? And the guy falls to the ground with a wonk. But then, even though he's won that one, all of a sudden it looks like some kind of, I guess, Kundian tomato hits him in the face with a splat. And there's another challenger. You are a weakling, Barkin. I challenge you. Is that clear? And Varkin Nuggets is one being punched down. So apparently this whole, I guess, what happened with Legion and this whole Doomsday device is not going well in the uh, political debate on Kundia. <laughs> so to speak. Yep. Yep, that is true. They're having civil unrest. Ooh. Yeah, we are Kunz. Oh, crap. <laughs> hmm. And now we're back on, obviously, was Karen and the Legion Canteen. Because inside we hear someone saying, six of those, three of those, double up in the veg, and don't skimp on the sauce now. That'll be 207 credits, please. And it's Garve, a nice big Dagwood, sto- Dagwood size pile of food on his plate. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me if Docs is making more profit from the canteen than from Legion clients. At that price, it should come pre-digested. It's not entirely I mean, clear to me that his food doesn't. <laughs> I know. I was going to say, it looks like a big pile it looks of... digested is what I'm yes. saying. I think they're feeding them bachelor chow from Futurama. It's <laughs> <laughs> the water and just dumped in with a few other random things. <laughs> and uh, Garb is there having lunch with Strata, who is eating about a quarter of what Garb yeah. is. Strata, it's two hours since we ate. you got to have more than that. Sorry, Garb, I'm just not hungry. No matter how hard I try, I just can't stop thinking about Larissa. You cried your tears. It's time to loosen up. I can't. Time to laugh again. The way I feel, I'll never... Garv? And Garv has decided to use the food to decorate himself a wig and some... Uh, a fa- It looks like sausage, I guess, for a fake antenna and a cigar. Yeah. Yeah. And something over his... It looks like lemons over his eyes, too. Which would probably be painful if anyone tried that for real. So please, yeah. kids, don't try that at home. <laughs> no. Don't put lemons over your eyes. Put lemons over someone else's eyes. That's right. <laughs> Safer that way. And apparently it does work because Strata starts laughing hysterically. Never say never, babe. Not while I'm around. It is true love. Yeah. Yeah, they're very cute. I like them. They are. And they're not the only ones eating because we see at another table. It's uh, FaZe and Captain Comet. And Captain Comet is there holding his head in agony. Captain Comet, are you all right? What is it? It's just food. 
Let's be honest. Probably. It's the food. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> probably the problem for everybody. Just a headache. An old war wound. It plays up sometimes. Doesn't usually last as long as... See? Gone already. Oh, that <laughs> face. That face, dude. <clears throat> he is not an actor, apparently. No, he does not have super acting. <laughs> but he nope. does look kind of crazy here. Yeah. And I guess FaZe is not too worried about him now. She says, oh, I see. Doesn't need a medic to clear it up. <laughs> er, uh, er. Just, and meanwhile... Uh, hmm? uh, yeah, I was just going to say, it just needs a hot lady in a tight cat suit. <laughs> yes, because Mary Jane is walking by. FaZe, Captain, hi. But she's walking by another table where Beck is eating. Mary Jane, wow. You look rock bucking great. Join us. Long time since we had the chance to chat. But I was... Hey, I don't bite. Oh, all right. And Telepath is was sitting there with Beck, but decides, two's company, three's a crowd. I'm gone. <laughs> and then Beck decides to play the creep card, this page. So how's about a kiss for your ever-loving husband? Pucker up. Gary, Ew. please. Not now. <laughs> I did say he's playing the creep card. Yeah. So it's like that, eh? I'm not good enough for you now that you're slim and pretty. Or, you know, she's now good. You now she's now worth it for you because she's slim and pretty. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Don't be silly. Time was you have begged me to kiss you. That was a different me and a long time ago. We said we'd be friends. Let's keep it that way. Please. This is the all canteen ish episode. Yeah, exactly. Mm hmm. Because we jump to Lobo and... Oh my god, why is my thing doing this? I am just having a bad day. My tablet... There we go. My tablet was jumping all of a sudden through every issue it has on there. <laughs> but here we are. We're back to Lobo and Lady Quark are eating together. Which is... It's weird. It's like, I mean, they don't really like each other. But yet yes. they seem to spend a lot of time together. Yeah. No kidding. Your family, your planet, your whole fragging universe all bit the big frag. Lady Q, me and you got a lot in common. And then he just starts climbing over the table. Oh. You're not really my type, but what the hell? Let's say we consummate anyhow. <laughs> Gross. Yeah. Well, you know, he saw back and said, hold my beer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> But if Mary Jane if Mary Jane handed it one way, Lady Quark handles it another. She just gives him a big slap to the face and says, "You vulgar, jumped up clown! I would give you a face full of fists for that. Try it, and you'll be consummating my boot." <laughs> and Lobo skulks off. Dames, jeez, who can figure him? I'll just go see if there's anyone in the holding cells that needs torturing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> And Telepath is stopped by uh, FaZe and Captain Comet's table. A whiner that Beck is. The man never stops. And why does he hate Vrel Doc so? Do you know, Captain? He's not listening, Telepath. His mind's elsewhere. Because, well, Captain Comet is just staring at Mary Jane. But FaZe decides to continue her conversation with Telepath. I wonder, can I have a word with you in private? 
My pleasure. Remember when I asked you during our attack on the Doomsday device about helping me regain my memory? Let's go somewhere quieter. It's easier when there are no distractions. And about a probably a minute after you leave, all of a sudden Captain Comet turns around. Huh? Did someone say something? So, he's not a good actor, and he's not really observant, is he? <laughs> yeah, no. No. <laughs> no, yeah, they're definitely playing him as the himbo. No, no wonder he never had a secret identity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you guys see Captain Comet? Uh, Chris, you're, you're still wearing the Captain Comet outfit. You just landed in front of us. <laughs> you just put your tie on. He was on. here just a minute ago. <laughs> you just put your tie on over. You didn't even put your shirt back on. What's wrong with you? <laughs> and apparently the conversation, we jump back to Beck and Mary Jane, and apparently the conversation about being friends is not going well, because he's yelling at her. I married you, didn't I? Only so you can get close to my father. He was a drug dealer. I was a cop. It was my job. I understand. I was fine when you were a fat frump. I didn't even like. But now you're saying your sight's higher. It's not like that. Don't worry. No. I won't crack stein. I'm only your husband. Karen, please. Yeah, please stop being a dick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, even his little comp, comp, it's like, you didn't like her. Yeah. And now she's hot. You like her. Yeah. Yeah, well, I guess, he's, he's creepy. I guess that's why Garen Beck has never been on anyone's top ten list of favorite characters. No. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shocking. Unless it's, you know, top ten favorite characters who should join Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bad things. Come on. No, Beck, it's not going to blow your arm off. Trust us. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And though it is bothering Mary Jane because she's crying, but then she sees there's a flower, a whole bunch of flowers next to her. Flowers for me? And Captain Comet sent them over telekinetically. They're gorgeous. Thank you, Captain. I just couldn't bear to see you unhappy. Sit with me. And over <laughs> the other part of the canteen, this is the whole canteen issue. Wow. The yeah. other part of the canteen, Lady Quirk has, I guess after leaving Lobo's table, went over to sit with Garvin Strata. What do you think of Doc's handing over control of that device to Oggins? Far too risky. We should have waged war on both Kundia and the Dominion. Dealt with them once and for all. He would have if somebody paid for it. And Strata is listening to him and decides to say, You're overlooking something. If you know Verl Docs, and believe me, I do, he never hand a weapon over as potent to that to anyone. Perhaps he's turned over a new leaf. Yeah, perhaps the size green with polka dots. Take it from me. Docs knows something we don't. And Strat is very smart because we can see inside uh, Docs' quarters. He is losing it, laughing hysterically. I mean, we're talking <laughs> Joker style. I just killed Robin laughter. I mean, he is going berserk. Crying, holding his sides, looking at the plan, saying, Doomsday device? Rin Tin Tin took a wrong step with his very first equation. The whole thing's based on a totally false premise. You could wait until Doomsday, and that device would never work. <laughs> 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 
that's a nice little that's something it's a different way to end these kind of stories it's like uh, that would never would have worked just everyone's sucker <laughs> yep and back on Kundia, uh the emperor has knocked out the guy that we were about to fight before so perish all who would oppose me i am still emperor of Alkundia. Not for long, Varkin. I challenge you. Not another. And that guy punches him in the face. And we can see challenges for court number one. The line starts here. And it's a long-ass line. <laughs> yeah. Eventually, they're going to get a new warlord. Yeah. Basically, it's going to be whoever's the last one on the line. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. They're not going to stop. They're just going to keep going until the line's over. So you don't yeah, want to win yeah. now. You want to win at the end. And back to Karen. We're out and it looks like a garden and FaZe and Telepath are there. And he's asking her, before I do this, FaZe, are you sure you want to know? Really sure? Yes, it's what I want more than anything. To know who I am, where I come from. Even if it turns out you're an escaped psychopath or worse. <laughs> That's telepath. Always looking on the bright side of things. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Don't worry. I don't know how I know, but it was never anything like that. (laughs) It's not that I'm a happy legion, but I'll never be able to rest until I find out. I mean, maybe I was married. I might have a family. Very well. And he reaches out to phase his mind, and we kind of get... I mean, does that look like anything to you guys? We kind of get some, like, vague outline images of people. I mean, I'm assuming it's supposed to be the members of the Legion, Legion of Superheroes, but I mean, do any of them look like they would be anybody to you guys? Because I can't really make out anything. I think... No. No, to me, it looks like a couple of Kund warriors and maybe, like, that Dagon Rag guy, maybe, but that... That's... Oh, so maybe it's just all her, right. all, all her has I wonder bits. if that's like recent memories. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I can't make my paper. Like I'm trying to pinch it and expand <laughs> it, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't <laughs> work that way when you're holding the paper copy. <laughs> what? Dang no. It. Get bigger. Get bigger. Nope. Well, uh, try buffering it. See if that works. <laughs> Refresh it. Refresh. Refresh the page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm shaking it. It's not doing a thing. Oh, dang it. <laughs> you might have to call your provider. It might be a problem. <laughs> That's right. But telepath is bad news. Uh, I'm sorry, FaZe. There's nothing. Whatever happened to you, it was so traumatic. It shut down your mind. Wiped out all your past memories. Are you saying I'll never know? I'm sorry. I really am. And somewhere else, it looks like probably in Doc's lab, we see Lydia Darkstar, as Brill says to her. Welcome, Lydia Darkstar. Maller. Lydia Maller. Ah, yes, your family name. I knew your mother, a noble lady. How do you feel? Strange. What happened? Where am I? You're on Cairn. You had some sort of accident, but you're all right now. I believe you wanted to offer your services to Legion. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> Legion? My law-keeping force. Your mother, Larissa, helped me found it. Surely you remember the dream your mother and I shared. I 
Yes, I think so. I wanted to join. Come, I'll introduce you to the others. And he grabs her, takes her hand, but she pulls it back. No, I am a Mallard. I will meet them as an individual, not as your agent. Hmm, maybe I should have raised the voltage. <laughs> he did something to her. Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder if he... Yeah, because we saw that he decided not to use the program, but I guess some of his uh, tampering before that had some kind of effect on her. Yeah. And he must have, I mean, she had some, he must have done something to her intelligence too, because, I mean, she had some vague ability to speak, as we saw in <laughs> yes. rhymes, but she really didn't seem like she was able to have actually fully doing full sentences. I mean, she was kind of more speaking like Silver Age caveman style. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Or now baby. she's, uh, or super yeah. baby style. It was more me's, and now it's yeah. Um, I mean, she was she was hyper aged, right? So yes. Yeah. I mean, she's only an infant. You know, not. Yeah, it's not like she has any kind of. Uh, yeah, sort of. Um, <laughs> History. Yeah. Is, yeah. Exactly. I mean, if she thinks about it, you know, she might realize she's in like the same thing as Phase with like, you know, I have, I'm alive now and I'm a person, but like, I don't have any memory beyond this. Yeah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's a cool parallel. I hadn't thought I don't of it that think way, ever yeah. gets explored, right? Like that, and that would have been, could have been like a natural connection for those two characters. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I'll, I'll see at least because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like the next like twenty issues, I really haven't read. So. <laughs> and now we go back to that doomsday device, or I guess it's quote unquote doomsday. <laughs> <laughs> and we see some of the Oggins are in there. Are you okay, Zaleb? In position, flex, and ready for action, Zach. Anything happen out there? Nah, quiet as the grave. Not a Kund or Dominator in a million light years. Yeah? Well, let him come. That's what I say. I'll blow the bastards to hell and back. Just let him give me the excuse. And this genius is sitting there with his hand ready on the button to push. Thank. I guess they should thank Grok. It does not work. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now we're back. And now we jump. I think this is where we end the issue. Yeah, we end the issue on the uh, planet that Faze is on, uh, Stealth is on. Mm-hmm. And she does not look like she's doing good because she has, like, major boils and sores all over her body. I didn't know it would be like this. Skin erupting, hormones running wild. God alone knows what's going on inside. Even the simplest action fatigues me. And the spasms are coming faster, harder, more painful by the minute, and she screams. And that is our issue. Yeah. Uh, almost. There's one more page. There is? Yep. I we don't have get that it. page. <laughs> really? Oh. Well, in the you, copy, <laughs> there's one final page. It's like a full page uh, panel of Faze just kind of leaned up against a tree. Uh, and they say motherhood is fun. Next issue, birthright. Giffen goes gynecologically gaga. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's not wrong. Mm-hmm, oh, mm-hmm. wow, that's funny. Yeah. Interesting that the last page is kind of cut out of the uh, the online version there. Yeah. It's neat, though, that he, because it's, it's, 
definitely Kitson doing the art, but he's doing it in a in a Giffany way, right? So he brings back the nine panel grid. We get yes, lots of weird body close ups. No Shadow forehead, faces. but we get like lips and eye and. <laughs> But not that's far center. off. There's a lot of shadow. Yeah, that's the yeah. panel. The whole fit. You see the whole head from the side, but all in shadow. Yeah, but it is all in shadow. So there is a shadowy forehead there. It's just you know, <laughs> everything's shadow. Yeah, exactly. and then even the last page, like that whole. Um, oh, I mean, you guys can't see it, but it looks, it's, uh, it's Giffen-y. Like it's it's, it's Kitson, but it's Kitson doing Giffen for sure. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like even that, like, yeah, it's it's like all the little pustules and sores on her body look very Kirby-ish, which are kind of Giffen-ish. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's cool. So next week we get to see uh, Stealth become a mama. Mama, mama. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah that's oh ain't that a thing <sighs> yes right. yes that'll be an issue guys Woo-hoo. <laughs> all right hang on a second let me uh let me reach into the uh into the hq mailbag which is uh there we go Okay. All right. So, um, okay. Uh, from Dan Bowman uh, on the I Derlin episode, uh, he says this was a great episode, and it's wonderful to finally have some idea what happened to the Derlin and a little more backstory to his and Vril's relationship. But one thing bugs me: what debt is he supposedly repaying, and how? Are we now saying that the entire Legion was founded in Vrildox II's honor? It is kind of what they're saying, and I'm not sure that the debt was really... I, I, I think this was a debt that the, the, the Durlin saw, but, um, you know, such was their relationship, right? Um, what, because he got his, uh, his he freedom? He did save his I'm, life. Even though he did it in a yeah, brill doc's way, I, he yeah, did save point, his life. Okay, and, I mean he's well, that's, probably that. Yeah, and that he did promise to stay with him and help him, and yes. so he did not get to stay and help him form this legion. So he's forming a, a legion of his own, which will obviously, uh, as we know, will be better. Well, there you go. That clears it up because it's um, a more com- altruistic one. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. He commented again uh, shortly after. He said, "Wait." A minute. I can't believe I'm only just now twigging this, but if the Durlins are a notoriously xenophobic species, neither leaving their world or welcoming outsiders, how is it every Durlin we ever meet can turn into so many different critters? I mean, the Durlin of this story had just left his planet, but he knew exactly what creature to turn into to best survive the crash of his ship on Kalu. How? I know that they had talked about how the antenna, um, which strictly speaking, aren't necessarily a native body part. Um, True. Yeah, there was. I I can't remember where. 
I thought there was something at some point that that we'd been led to believe that that uh, that it kind of uh, brought in signals of different things around them or something. But maybe I'm remembering. No, Legion certainly played with that idea. Like I think a couple of the issues well, made the made the okay. suggestion that that's where they yeah. put it there. There. Uh, the senses like that the um, yeah but that was also back when the orange skin and antenna was the what they assume was, was presented as the default natural look for yes them yeah, yeah before yeah. the recommend invasion where it was the whole tentacle face thing right so, now had we had we seen that like i'm trying to remember when um uh cam and rj went back when when cam wanted to get his powers back and so that's the, just after issue 300. Right, so right. So it's... Before crisis, before invasion, before... Yeah. Now, were they... Um, I think Durlins were generally still depicted with the... Yeah, I think I guess they still were at that point. I think they had hoods, but it was assumed that beneath said hood mm. was... Uh, no, because I think in issue, in issue 301, don't they have like a big... Um, I feel like there's a big Durlin battle between between somebody and somebody. So that Cam gets his powers back in that issue, right? So there's a big Durlin on Durlin fight. I feel like by that point Giffen had established or would soon establish that that underneath their cloaks they were amorphous tentacly creatures. Yeah. I think. And then by what is it? It's the annual where where uh, Karate Kid and Projector get married that we kind of get the origin of the Durlins. Right. Oh, yeah. You know what? There's there are some tentacled faces. Um, I'm just looking in uh, in issue three in Legion three hundred one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so my mm, I just got to that page where you got like a couple tentacles sticking out. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> so and uh, yeah. So so I guess that had been established before. Might have you? I I don't know if it was established before this, but. Um, well, it makes sense. This is Giffen doing it. So, I mean, he could have been starting to get some ideas about. Absolutely. Because, I mean, you don't really see them, though, still. You only just see robes with, like, one or two tentacles sticking out, and then they just start changing shape, you know, crazily. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, I mean, you can kind of, I don't know about for the future, but, I mean, you can kind of put in your head at least a head candidate back in the, uh, for the Durlin, you know, for LEG Island yeah. time. Yeah. That while they were xenophobic and everything, they obviously they were interested in joining this alien alliance, so they were maybe at least xenophobic, but maybe not to the point of uh, ignoring the universe. But maybe like these are our enemies; we have to know how to defeat them because they are going to come. You know, we have to be paranoid about everybody else. So these are the things on their planet, so we know what to change into to kill them all. Yeah, and maybe, and 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 maybe they, maybe. Um, and maybe that was something that came later on too. Um, you know, maybe it was things like the uh, the um, the invasion and how that went that made them uh, withdraw more 
uh, in in the future. Because I mean, most of most of what we've read about them being uh, being uh, insular and xenophobic was um, in in the future. Yeah. So. Huh. Interesting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I'm just looking at. Oh man, love me some uh, some Legion 300 era Giffen art. Oof. Oh yes, yes, it's very so very good. good. So good. Ah uh, yeah, yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, it, it also, is. Speaking of the Legion, it also makes sense that uh, Phase would not even with Telepath would not be able to get our memory back since from what we saw in that uh, was it issue eight, I think. Is the uh, of of the uh, sorry issue eight of the uh, Legion of Superheroes title? Yeah, where where the um, R.J. Brand it like took him like twenty years to start getting his memory back with the future technology. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. And even then, he said it's kind of he, I don't know whether he was lying or or being truthful that he didn't have all of it yet. Yeah, yeah. So it kind of it would make sense that. Even with telepath, Faze, Faze might not be able to get her memory back at all unless he spent like decades working on her. Totally. Yeah. And at least they went with the at least they tried, they they did it. So they got the obvious thing out of the way. Because I would have been annoyed reading that reading the book at the time if they never mentioned it. Hey, I have amnesia. Yeah. Hey, I read minds. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, their their intention was to keep Tinya in the past for sure. So they had yeah. to come up with a a logical reason for why she's not. Well, I mean, they had a reason for why she wasn't remembering stuff, but they needed to. You're right. They had a telepath on the team, so they kind of had to cross yeah. that bridge and and demonstrate that yeah, it's, do something. Yeah, it's not going to yeah. work. So. We're not sending her back, so here's why. <laughs> or even, well, yeah, I guess, I guess if she had, if if it had worked, and she realized, oh, I'm Phantom Girl from the future, uh, then she probably would have just visited Superman, and they would have found a way to get her back. Yeah. Eventually. I mean, he might have stuck her in the Phantom Zone for <laughs> a thousand. This years, is what I do. But, <laughs> but then eventually she would have come back out. <laughs> yeah, this is just my thing. <laughs> Look, you either got to go to the Sun or the Phantom Zone. One of the two. Pick, lady. That's right. That's the other one. Oh, I love it. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there we go. There we go. Another good issue. Indeed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like a quieter uh, in-between adventures issue, but we got lots of little, lots of little, lots of little things happened. Yeah, lots of characters. Yeah, move, yeah, it moves a lot of relationships forward or backward. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or backward, you know. yes. And a lot of creepiness. Backward as, as leads, yeah, go back. Yeah. <laughs> At least with Lobo, we expect that. It, it, yes, yeah, 100%. Yeah, with Beck, you don't expect the... That level. You expect whiny, you expect woe is me, but you don't necessarily expect the creepy, stalkery, <laughs> you're yeah. mine. 
actually, I'm thinking about it now with that whole whiny, complaining thing like that. He's kind of like the prototypical incel. Yeah, <laughs> very much. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, yeah, it it all connects, but ooh, it, it's not a good look. <laughs> oh, God, no. Not a good look for him at all. No, no, he needs to, he needs to shape all. up. Be better yeah. than Lobo, damn it. It's not a high bar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. The the bar could not be lower. The bar is dug in the dirt. You don't even have to step over it. Just don't dig under it. <laughs> that yeah. is very true. Oh, am I still? Am I... Yeah. No, yes. you're, no, you're gone. Oh, now you're there. <laughs> fading in, fading out. There we go. <laughs> All righty. Well, I think that's it. There's no more feedback, so we're... <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, we're... if you want to send us feedback, send it to Legion of Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com. And uh, we're posted on, our, on the Facebook page uh, at facebook.legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com. Or head to the website, you guessed it, legionofsubstitutepodcasters.com, and you can leave a comment on this or any episode. Woohoo! Yes. That is it. We will see you all next. W E E K. C U L A T E R. G I S R E V I G O. G I S. We're terrible spellers. <laughs> yeah, I need to see the word. Just revideo. <laughs> We're yeah. so visual. Yeah, just for video, just for video. That sounds Spanish, Mexican, Portuguese, Esperanto. Esperanto, the language of love. Isn't that the language of love? (laughs) Only Shatner knows for sure. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Wasn't it like um, intended to be a. yeah, yeah, world language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like ba- like like basically, uh, you know, an early form of interlac. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yes. That failed. Very very yes, cool. Failed miserably. 